Pickaxe. That's what I was trying to get to. I couldn't get to that bit. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the. We can't use that. Why? Because legally it's not owned by Sega. Yeah, but we're just humming it. It's low. It's copyright to Masato Nakamura, the man who made it, which is why it doesn't appear in every Sonic game. Who cares? I do. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as you can probably tell from uh, that song that we do every time we talk about Sonic, we're talking about Sonic again today uh, here on the video game movie podcast, VGMP, uh, hosted as always by the man with hair as blue as the hedgehog himself. Thank you. It's Rory Jocelyn. Yes. I had a really funny intro for me and I've forgotten it. A man who's also passed his prime is... I can't remember what mine was. You're really offensive on these shows lately. Sorry. I put an advert on Casting Call Pro for a replacement. Uh, whatever, I'm Jamie Evans. I look like Dr. Eggman, I guess. No, I look like one of the Eggmen in this series. I'm going to be bold soon and I'm fat. I don't have the ridiculously thin limbs, though. How How is Eggman's limbs supporting that weight? Because um, he's always in the flying on those... Uh, in floaty chairs. The egomatic. Uh, I don't like that. It's floaty chair. It's called egomatic. Yeah, I don't like it. But it's been the egomatic since 1992. Literally not once in the games has it ever said, therefore it's not canon. Uh, ooh, is it it's never. Games? It's never said in the game. You don't know that. I've played every Sonic game. Have you played Sonic Labyrinth? Except for, yes, I've played Sonic Labyrinth. You played Sonic Labyrinth? Wow. I finished Sonic Labyrinth. Jesus Christ, you were harder than me then. It's the one where, that's I, the one I bow where, to your knowledge. <laughs> Sonic Labyrinth is the one where he is robbed of his speed, isn't he? Yeah. I.e. the thing that makes Sonic games fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, the game is garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just trying to think quickly if there's any Sonic games I haven't played. Frontiers is the only one I haven't played, I think. What about Drift? Which is the newest Drift one. 2. Yeah, I've played Drift and Drift 2. Okay. So you've played all the Game Gear ones, basically. Um, Anything that's in the Mega Collection or the Gems Collection, I've played. Ah, uh, so you've not um, played Tales Adventure? Yes, I've played Tales Adventure. Okay, Tales Sky uh, Patrol? I've played Tales Sky Patrol. Nice. I've played Knuckles Chaotix. Nice. Um, yeah, I've played Sonic the Fighters. Fucking hell, that's an awful game. Oh, that's all right. I played Sonic R, which is a brilliant game. Sonic R is a brilliant game. Oh, it's not a brilliant game. It's a brilliant soundtrack that happens to distract you with gameplay while you're listening to it. <laughs> it's the world's most interactive equaliser. They, they, they may as well have sold that as a music <laughs> CD with a bonus added game with it. Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 I'll tell you one I haven't played. Pinball Party? Uh, I've played Rush, but I haven't played Rush Adventure. Right. And I haven't played... Um, the Sonic Riders games because they look atrocious. I'll be honest, they are. Yeah, they're just awful. And Sonic Shuffle, I've only ever seen videos of. I've never actually played Man, it. Man, I've I've got apparently Sonic it's awful. Eh. Some, something to do with the card system in it is irrevocably broken or something. No, people say that nowadays because they're stupid, right? The problem <laughs> is the problem with Sonic Shuffle is long load times. That's the main problem with Sonic Shuffle. The mini games themselves are relatively fun. You just have to wait half an hour for them. The card system is genius. It's actually genius. The problem it has is you can't emulate Sonic Shuffle and play it properly. That's why people right. say it's broken. Why can't you emulate it and play it properly? Because 
Uh, you can on one player, but not in multiplayer. Right. Because how it worked was basically unlike Mario Party where you had the rolling dice, mm. instead you get a selection of cards and each has a number and that's the number of moves you can make on that turn. Mm. Now, you can select one of your cards or you can select one of the opponent's cards and try and... St if you're like, I need to move a three, but I've only got a six and a one, mm. you can go to someone else's card set. You can't see what they've got. But if you can basically take a chance on, say, you're playing a Sonic, you steal Amy's card and hope you get a three. When you play one player, it will show you your cards and the others are all obscured. Mm. When you play multiplayer, all of the cards are obscured on the screen because otherwise you'd easily be able to cheat. Mm -hmm. So the way you see your cards is on the VMU in your controller, right. which shows you your cards. Right. So that way, people can't see your yeah, cards. And they, yeah, No, it's brilliant. It's brilliant because it used the uh, unique selling point of the yeah, console. No. But the problem is when you emulate, you don't have a VMU. Uh, yeah, they should have just done... I've got... Um, <laughs> so on my Xbox 360, I've got Hasbro Family Game Pack 3, I think it is. Wow. And it's got like Cluedo in it, right? Mm. Which is why I bought it. It's got Twister on it, right? How are you playing yeah, Twister yeah, yeah. on an Xbox yeah, yeah, yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, you don't. You don't. It's garbage. Like, it doesn't work. It's just your avatar doing left hand, red, left And then the computer at some point decides, oh, no, your avatar won't be able to make that move and you fall. You know what would be better, actually? You could do a really good Twister game digitally now. What you do instead, you know, you get those really crappy, um, like, goat simulator and shit mm. like that. And you get, like, a surgeon simulator. Yeah. And, like, all the nothing works properly and that's part of the joke. Just do that with Twister. So you've got to... you you The thing spins automatically. And then you've got to try and hold your avatar in position with the goofy controls mm. until eventually you you basically yeah. screw it up. That would actually work as a twi yeah. digital Twister game. Ubisoft, so, give me money. So on Cluedo... <laughs> on Cluedo... Um, obviously, when you play actual Cluedo and you do a suspicion, where you're like, I suspect it's Colonel Mustard in the library with the dagger. Yep. The per the players go around their cards, don't they? And if they've got one of the three you suspect, they have to show you, but only you. Yeah. Well, she on a screen, that's hard to... So it literally comes up in a speech box, everyone look away. <laughs> and you just have to trust that no one in the room's a cheating scumbag. Like, we knew that that was never going to work because of the four-way multiplayer on things like GoldenEye. Everybody watched everyone else's screens. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, 10 minutes into this show, we should probably tell you what we're talking about. We are talking about the Netflix series Sonic Prime. Yes, this and, came uh, out last year. Came out last year. And um, let's get the elephant in the room addressed first, which is that this show has the wrong title. Really? This shouldn't be called Sonic Prime. Unless that's going to come into play in later seasons. What should um, it have been? It Sonic should be called Shard? Sonic Prism. It should be called Sonic Prism or Sonic Shatterverse. Now, I kind of understand why they've not called it Shatterverse. Because <laughs> it sounds like Sonic Shat himself. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, because obviously Sony are currently having massive box office success with their Spider-Verse films. Sure. And it sounds a bit too close to that. They do. Um, there, they use the word Shatterverse in the series. And yeah. I think maybe it was probably going to be the name of the... Yeah. Or Shattered Dimensions, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Shattered it, Dreams. I don't understand why it's called Sonic Prime. Yeah, the other word... than maybe it's just well, his is the prime timeline. Yeah, it might be to do with that, but, but it's, seeing it's... As no one says that. No, it's very nebulous, isn't it? And yeah, it may come up later on in the series, but but yeah, so this is an eight-episode animated series, uh, 
produced by oh I did make a note of it it's called like Man at Wild or something like that yeah Man of Action Man of Action Man of Action uh, on behalf of Sega it's an officially licensed mm. Sega product it's um, a bit weird as well because it it's uh, obviously the there's meant to be the third Sonic movie in the making which is obviously all owned by Sony they've obviously got the film rights and not the TV rights it is very odd that you've got these this is a contradicting series in a different along timeline the, yeah along the same yeah, time but then again to be fair that's almost no different to the fact that you've got spider-man in the mcu while sony has the rights to all the other spider-man characters that's true. so they're making venom movies that technically should exist in the same timeline as spider-man but technically don't because they because yeah. they can't get tom holland because he's in the mcu it's, yeah yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Genres are becoming weird now. Um, and it's like, um, oh, well, I guess in a way it's similar as well to how you had the Anderson Resident Evil films releasing at the same, which are non-canon, mm. releasing at the same time as the animated canon films for Resident Evil right. made by Capcom. Yeah. It's a bit weird, isn't it, that you're you're basically doing two different franchises with the same name. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, this is an animated show. It's a Canadian production, largely, which is important to note because you will notice almost as soon as you listen to this show that it's, I believe it's an entirely new voice cast. Uh, even the person who usually plays Tails is different in this film. Yes. In this show. And the reason for that, um, as uh, I actually don't know her name, and I'm sorry, but Tails' as usual voice actress, the woman who has been Tails since 2014, um, and is Tails in Sonic 2, the live-action movie. Yeah. Um, she spilled the beans on the reason why it's an all-new voice cast, and that is because of Canadian TV production laws, which state that a certain percentage of your major cast have to be Canadian yes. if you film or record in Canada. Um, and no, none of them were. <laughs> right. So they got rid of the whole cast. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. That's. Mm. But, yeah... It, it makes sense if they have to follow laws that they wouldn't bring their voice cast up. Uh, but on the subject of the voice cast, mm. um, the person who plays Dr. Eggman in this series mm. has played a Sonic character before. Yeah. He played, uh, he was the voice of Knuckles in the one-off episode Sonic Underground. Okay. In Sonic Underground that had Knuckles in it. Uh, and the, the actor's name is Brian Drummond. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was really good. Yeah. I prefer him. So let's talk, let's start with the voice cast. Why not? It's um, a good place I need to start. Just before we get into that, the re I just want to mention the reason we're doing this now is uh, because obviously it's not new. Uh, this is this episode will release a day after Sonic's birthday. Right. So when if you're listening to this on the Saturday it releases, then yesterday was Sonic's birthday. If you listen to it any other time, some other day was Sonic's mm. birthday. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's his 22nd and also about two weeks, I think. No, it can't be his 22nd. 32nd. Oh, Sonic, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Sonic yes. is one year younger than I yes, am. Yes, 32nd, sorry. 32nd birthday, um, and within about two, maybe you three weeks from now. You are ten whole years off of him. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, he looks young. Uh, <laughs> in uh, about two or three weeks, there will be the second season to this show. Mm. Um, but we've got to prep for Resident Evil Death Island. Mm. <laughs> so we're going to try and sort of work yeah. alongside as much as we can to get as much as we can released. So yeah. we, this is kind of new, but it's not. Yeah. Um, so voice cast. So the voice cast in this, for the most part, I think it's really good. Yeah. I prefer this Eggman 
to the Eggman that's been in the last sort of 10 years worth of games. My, really? My favourite Eggman is Sonic Adventure and Adventure 2 era Eggman. Unfortunately, he died like a decade ago at this yes, point. Yes, unfortunately, he um, passed away not long after Sonic Adventure 2, I think. Yeah, because I will always remember Egg- I will always re- remember Eggman as doing, you know, the whole, um, my name is Dr. Robotnik and I am the world's greatest scientist. Yeah. Soon to be the world's greatest ruler. That's that's the Eggman voice I like. Yeah, I he's do- got a bit more of a comedy bent, hasn't he? In the- I don't the like the modern Sonic games where he's hoo-hooing all the time, which I think started in Sonic X, um, where he's all like, oh, I hate that. I hate to ruin this for you, Jamie, mm. but the very first Eggman voice ever was the hoo-hoo. Yeah, hate it. It was in Sonic CD in don't 1993. Hate it. Just because it's the first one, don't mean it's... Well, I'm not actually, saying it's wouldn't the best. Sa- wouldn't Satan predate that? So wouldn't the first one be the snively? Snively. Snively. Yeah. Uh, they were 93 as well, but in terms of what was in the games... Sonic CD because it's in the background music to the boss theme mm. uh, in the Japanese soundtrack, which is the better soundtrack. Um, yeah, but it's not canon because it's Japan. It's where Sonic's canonically from. What you on about? Nope, and also, things. hang on, hang on. This might change your mind. Japanese and European soundtrack, not American. Okay, that changes my mind. Then. Only things I played as a child in Britain are canon. Yep. Cool. In which case, canon. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> I. But just its first, don't mean it's best. None of the Resident Evil first voices are the best. No. Except <laughs> no. for it's Chris's blood. Nope. <laughs> um, he did a good job. The guy playing Sonic does a really good job. Yes. Um, again, they've managed to not... Oh, we'll talk about the tone later. The only bad one for me is Knuckles. Knuckles? Knuckles in the prime yeah. time. Because I'm pretty sure he's a different voice in every incarnation i'll have a look or but... it's or it's a guy doing a different voice because when he's um knucks the freedom fighter and when he's knuckles the dread pirate he sounds completely different he to does how he sound sounds quite... in the prime timeline yeah I, I, I did notice that um in the prime timeline he sounds a word you can't say it is a different guy yeah uh let me just have a look at the cast because i'm not sure how many they how many so vincent tong Mm. Played Renegade Knuckles. Yep, who was good. And then he played a lot of uh, the Robotniks. He wasn't the main Robotnik, but he did Dr. Babble, Dr. Deep. Mm. Um, and then the main Knuckles is a guy called Adam Narada. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> he's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Adam Narada. He's the worst voice actor in the show. He. Yeah. What's it's weird is Shadow and Big the Cat are the same guy. Yeah, yeah, Ian Hanlin. It's because it's the wrong voice for Knuckles. Yeah, it's a. It sounds so like all the other ones are close enough to the games where you're like, yeah, yeah, that's Knuck, that's Sonic, that's Amy, that's Tails. Yeah, Knuckles opens his mouth, and I was like, wait, what? I also don't understand. Like everyone else, like so, Amy Rose. All iterations of Amy Rose are played by Shannon Chan Kent. All iterations of Tails are by Ashley Ball. All Rouge is Kazumi uh, Kazumi Evans. Yeah, Yeah. Vincent oh. Tong only did Renegade Knuckles, yeah. and then D- Knuckles is done by Adam Narada. I can't see if... Hang on, I'm going to look more into the Vincent yeah, Tong one. So I want to know who did Knuckles the Dread Pirate. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure it's not that first, the main Prime guy. Uh, maybe it's because it's on my phone, but it's not actually giving me that much of a breakdown. Let's try Fair it. Fair enough. Renegade Knuckles and nine others. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so Vincent Tong did Knuckles the Dread... 
uh, or Dread Knuckles, mm. Gnarly Knuckles, and Renegade. So all so, Knuckles was Vincent Tong, except for Prime Timeline, so what, which is So what Adam we're saying Nerada. is Vincent Tong is an actual skilled actor, and Adam, whatever his name is, should have been fired. Yeah. Some Honestly, do you know what? I wonder if what happened there. I'm, I'm not, not saying that, actually. Do you know <laughs> Just, what might have happened there? Go on. Do you reckon that Adam Narada, did you say? Yeah. Do you reckon they recorded all the Prime Lines first, and then when actually you're not working out, sacked him, and thought it wouldn't Vincent matter because Tom. it's a variation character. Because it's really yeah. weird that he's the only character it's happening to. Yes. Yeah, because every, everyone else stays... The same. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have a look and see if there's any information about Sonic Prime 2's cast. Mm. Oh, actually, it's not going to say that, is well, it? So I suspect it's... it's the same cast, and I'll tell you for why. I don't believe there is a second season of this show. Okay. Technically speaking. I believe, because they announced, when they announced, I looked into it, when they announced Sonic Prime, they announced 24 episodes. Well, it's which, due for release 13th of July. It's been stated yeah. by Netflix themselves. There, there is a second season. Right, so in terms but, of there being a release, there will be yeah. a second season. What I mean is I actually, because when they first announced Sonic Prime, they announced 24 episodes. That's how long the story takes to tell. Oh. And that's a standard American season, isn't it? it? Yeah, this does end on a cliffhanger. Yeah, so. I, and it's a really abrupt cliffhanger. Yeah. I reckon... This was meant to be one 24-episode season, and it took longer to produce than they thought it would, so they decided to break it up into seasons. That and just be sense. like, right, let's get the first eight out while we work on the next lot. Yeah, because the thing is, also, in the way that Netflix releases stuff, they release everything all in one go. Mm. Um, so a season won't come out week to week. It's just, boom, yeah. here's the whole season. If they did that with Sonic Prime, it would be over within two days. Yeah. So maybe in a, in a way, whether or not it uh, it's probably more likely to have been released the way they're doing it, because of your suggestion, technical issues. Mm. But it does sound to me like actually, by accident at least, it's going to be the better way to release on Netflix, mm. because that way not so much of your story gets. It's better, all in but one it, go. it's better, but it's also worse it, because it, Netflix have a tendency to cancel. Yes, so. but if they've already produced it all. Or maybe if, they've only recorded they it have. all. Yeah. Yeah, Because it, it won't be the voice recording that slowed them down. It'll be the animation. Yeah, of course. I mean, when Rendering you Rendering all the environments and yeah, stuff. When you think how hard animating a two-hour animated film is. Yeah. And they're going to do 24 episodes. And Yeah, they're about half an hour long each, aren't they? Yeah, and the first one's double that. Yeah, it's about 45 minutes. Um, it's... Okay, so let's talk... We've talked about the cast. We've talked about, you know, all of that stuff. Let's talk about the story. Yeah. Let's um, talk about the actual Yeah. Show. So we open up in what I consider classic Sonic, which is the Green Hill Zone style South Island stuff from the early 90s. The environments are very classic, though they've got that graphical art style that's more akin to something like Sonic Generations. Yeah. Um, but a little bit more up uh, And it looks gorgeous. And mm. it's Sonic fighting Robotnik, as yeah. you'd expect, with all of his friends. Yeah. What's interesting is that Rouge is one of the friends, yeah. because in the games canonically, she's not really. Uh, I think the reason they've done that, and I, I don't dislike it, I actually think it's quite a good addition, is because otherwise you've only got one female character in it. I was, I was happy to see some positive attack. I like Rouge as a character. Rouge is a cool character. I don't, um, think she's a pre I don't think she's done well enough in the games. You notice they've toned... And this isn't just in this, this is in the later games. You notice they've toned Amy down. Oh. Because uh, this was in the, the last few games as well. Yeah. Amy's entire character trait previously was she was obsessed with Sonic. Yes. Um, and they've obviously been like, 
It's not very feminist, is it? So, so they've toned that down. Yeah, what's quite interesting is in Sonic Frontiers, which I haven't finished yet, mm. um, but Amy's the first, after whatever happens, happens, and Sonic's stuck in this weird world, mm. obviously a digital world, um, one of the first people he tries to save is Amy. Yeah. Uh, and I sort of expected it to be like what I I remembered from Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 and Sonic CD and all that stuff where she's just this infatuated fan, basically. Mm. And he's trying to get away from her. Yeah, he saves her because he's not mean, but at the same time, it's like she's just a pest. But actually what changed in, by Sonic Frontiers was that, uh, and it's quite good writing for her, actually, was that she's more the heart and soul of the team. Mm. Uh, so she's the empathy. Because Sonic's not really that empathetic. He's a good guy, but he's not like someone that... Yeah. you know cares about you per se um except for his close friends mm. amy is the m like the heart of the team and the way they talk in sonic frontiers isn't as like a potential love interest or anything like that it's as people who have had that background but amy is this caring person that sonic understands is the heart of everything mm. And there's discussions they have where she's basically left her obsession with him behind. Mm. Uh, and that's canon in the games. Yeah. So I think, and to be fair, it makes sense because having Amy the way she's traditionally represented or classically mm. represented is a very boring character trait. Yeah. Works fine in 2D because, you know, there's no real storyline to discuss mm. when you're talking about, certainly when you're talking about a series like this. It would have been shite if Amy was just running around, but I love Sonic, but I love him. Well, that's why Amy is supposed to be a guest character, but they had mm. to promote her to main character back during the Sonic Boom era because they were like, there's no female characters in this. That was a, a little bit of a problem. Though, did you know Sonic originally had a love interest called um, Madonna? That's Crash Bandicoot you're thinking of, isn't it? Nope. Because you know in the first Crash Bandicoot game, yeah. Crash Bandicoot's got a girlfriend yeah. who for some inexplicable human? reason... No, she's not human, okay. to be fair, but she looks a lot more... She's a Bandicoot, yeah, yeah. but a much more human-looking Bandicoot than Crash is because she's modelled on Pamela Anderson. Well, And she's got great big blonde hair yeah. and massive tatas. Well, Madonna, or was it Marilyn? It was an M name. Uh, but the the Maria. It, no, it was a human girl. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, yeah. Was gonna Maria be, was going to be in Sonic One. Shadow. It wasn't Maria, Maria. but yes, that's, they did that's bring why. That back. That's why Shadow hates it. Yeah, Maria. Maria cut Shadow with Sonic. <laughs> so basically, uh, I can't remember where I was there. So Green Hill looks lovely, and I'm just so. Let's get the my one negative out of the way first, which is sometimes, but I don't hold this against them. There are parts where the animation in the show looks cheap. Yes. Now, that is because it's a series, not, you know, a, a Pixar dedicate a huge budget to one two-hour movie. Plus, they're fucking Pixar. They're owned by Disney. They've got all the money in the world. This looks very good for what it is. There are moments where the textures look a bit shit, mm. but not terrible. Episode one, I fucking love. Yeah. I love episode one. Yeah. Um, it's everything I want in a Sonic adaptation. It's Eggman being a villain... And he's a mix of comedy and actual villainy. Yeah. Um, and even the humour from Sonic, because in the later games, not not counting Frontiers, because I haven't played it. Sure. I'm talking like Lost World generation mm. stuff like that. And I, I get it. I get it. I'm a 32 year old man. I get it. This is aimed at children, but they feel really childish. The later Sonic games do. Yeah. In a way that like Adventure and Adventure Two didn't. Yeah. They felt more. 
um, family friendly yeah. for sure, but not childish. Yeah. This feels like it's gone back to that. It doesn't feel like it's patronizing anyone. No. But and the bathos works when they bring yeah. it in. But it was so good to see you add word of the day toilet paper, didn't you? Yes, I've learned the word bathos, and it's it's the perfect thing to explain. Sonic does it a little bit in the first episode against Eggman, but with this character, and in because it's not used a lot, it works. Yeah. What bathos is, for anyone who doesn't know, it's that style of comedy where you've got like a big, dark, dangerous villain, say telling you how he's going to destroy the world and the mm. response from the hero isn't shock fear or anything like that yeah. it's a quip or a joke to basically sh- chop down the legs of the villain uh marvel is infamous for yeah. it they and it can work and it has worked in marvel as well yeah. but it's way too much in marvel i tell um, what i didn't need it was nice to see him again but I didn't need Big in this show. Yeah, Big I hasn't would... yet come up. Like Maybe he's got a reason as the series goes on, because as you say, it was 24 episodes, well, but his character is very much background filler. I'll give him this, though. We'll get to it, but there's a later episode where he actually has one of the funniest lines in the yes. entire show yes. that legitimately made me laugh. Yeah. But no, what's so great about this, and I'm not slagging off those live-action films because they're fine, mm. this is Sonic and his friends in Green Hill Zone fighting actual fucking badniks and you get to see badniks being used the way i love the fact that the drill nose ones from labyrinth zone are actually used as drills burrobots yeah yeah they're actually used to drill up the crystal aren't they like uh what was the other ones they had buzz bombers are in there as well caterkillers i think i think there's the caterkiller yes because i remember seeing the caterkiller yes Doing that along the yeah. floor, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, got to hit it in the head, Sonic." What I love about it, yeah, it brings and back some of the those... Ladybird ones as well, Moto Motobugs. I think I saw a couple of them. Yeah. Yes, I think there was a couple of Motobugs. Mm. There's see this thing like for the fans who are there from the start. There is it certainly episode one has a lot. Unfortunately, it doesn't stay there. No, um, um, but I can understand but, why with the story they're telling. But at least it never gets as boring as gun robots. Yeah, so that's one one major negative I will throw at Sonic Adventure Two is the badnik design just went to shite. Yeah, and it was like we've got three robots and that's all you'll see in the game, mm. and they're all just grey. Yeah, and grey, black, and white. And, you're like, oh. and and I must admit I've not been a fan of the egg robot designs ever yeah. since. So Egg Either, Robos really. came in in Heroes, and they are like they were fine, but in Sonic Heroes they were the only villains, yeah. or the only enemies, and then that's all that Eggman's been making, yeah. and it's frustrating. Like Sonic Frontiers has a similar problem, yeah. in that in the actual level bits, you've got badniks in the classic zones, which mm. look great, and then when you're in the main overworlds, not only do they not look like Sonic overworlds, which would have been better mm. than the drab sort of fucking I'm in the middle of some Bethesda game mm. environments, but the enemies that they have there are all built of shards, I ironically enough. A, I used but, to be an echidna and then I took an arrow to the knee. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but all the enemies are generic again. And I'm mm. just like, apart from the bosses. Yeah. And even they re- they uh, reproduce the same boss designs in different yeah. levels with slightly different textures. Yeah. And you're like, oh, come on, guys. But th- this kind of plays exactly what I want from a, a Sonic mm. thing. Eggman's trying to get a crystal. I'm not going to lie. Would have preferred it be the Chaos Emeralds just for classic sake. Yeah. But fine. I'm fine. It, 
whatever prism crystal yeah. power prism or whatever it's called i, I don't think they actually name it they because it's just the prism that yeah i think it. it's either just the prism they end up calling it the shards no it's because definitely it breaks into it's shards, definitely some prism comes it up it's as definitely something prism yeah and i'm, I'm pretty sure it's power prism because it's definitely two p's because i was sort of In half paying att- i was sort of half hit i was half paying attention and uh they said it and i was like pythagoras prism what <laughs> what's Comported? the theorem behind that from Haunted, the Pythagoras prison. Oh, yes, from Haunted. I thought, I thought Sonic Prime had ripped me off. I was getting ready to sue Sega. Well, it's your prime universe for Haunted. Yeah. Crossover. <laughs> yes, Sonic. Well, it appears to be a sort of hedgehog-type creature, but not like any hedgehog I've ever seen. <laughs> anyway. So. Um, yeah, and, and Eggman's got a big robot. He's trying to get this uh, crystal. And you get a typical thing where Sonic is... Uh, dethroned by his own Hubris. recklessness. Yeah. Um, because Tails is trying to warn him, isn't he, that it's a trap. You know, he gets his own little Admiral Akbar section. Yeah. It's a trap! It's a trap! Um, I'm not a crook! Yeah. <laughs> Can't handle the power of that Um But no, it's very good. Um, yeah. And then Sonic gets teleported into uh, New York City. Yes. Did you like that pun, Jamie? No. The only one I did... <laughs> I did like the title of episode three, Escape from New York. Yeah. I did like that. That was good, wasn't it? <laughs> but that's because puns that reference John Carpenter films are allowed. Mm. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, I like this as well, actually. Um, I It does a good job of setting up this... It, it's a better version of the Sonic Forces storyline. Yeah, so I actually hadn't played Sonic Forces. I owned it, but I hadn't played it. And mm. I played it just before I came over a little bit to see if there was much connection. Mm. There isn't, but there is an aesthetic connection, I'd say, between Sonic Forces and New York City. Yeah. The destructive future and the NPC characters that they bring yeah. in what are I, very, very Sonic Forces. What I would have preferred, but this is just beggars being choosers, Rather than the very generic looking NPCs, for lack of a better word, yeah. they're called the avatars in uh, in Sonic Forces. Right. I would have preferred we get some more cameos from characters from Sonic Canon. Maybe get a couple of Team Chaotics in there as downtrodden citizens. Yeah. Cream the rabbit, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some vanilla of that would have been cool. Oh, we forgot to mention the fact that Flickies come out of the badniks as well. Yes. And they're called Flickies they, as well. Well, yeah, because that he says the word Flickies. Yeah, because Flicky was a character before yeah, Sonic. Yeah, but we've never said it in a Sonic adaptation. He's never said That's the true. word Flicky. Yeah, there always just been birds, but yeah, no, he's. Because did you know Flicky had a game in 1986? Yes, I've got it. Yes, it's all right yeah, for an arcade game. Yeah, it's fine, but it's not great. No. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, I, I quite like this. Um, it's a cool thing with the futuristic city. Everyone walks around on these treadmills and uh, conveyor belts. Sorry, and everyone keeps going on about this chaos council now. I had had this bit spoilt for me. Right. I knew that there was a council of Eggmen in this right. thing. Uh, I didn't know what any of them looked like. I just knew that there was a gimmick where there was multiple Robotniks. Yeah. Um, I have mixed feelings on the multiple Robotniks. Yeah. On the one hand, I absolutely hate it because I want Dr. Robotnik in my... Yeah, like, like the, the OG, Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. On the other hand, I do also understand that they are, they you know, Sonic does have this long-running problem of its only villain is Dr. Robotnik, and we've now defeated him 600 times. Yeah. It is kind of cool. And it is always funny that Robotnik, one of the best things in Generations is that Robotnik cannot even get along with himself. Yes. Um, I did like that. 
so seeing all the different versions was cool, I guess. I could have done without the baby one. Yeah, but, the baby one doesn't really add anything. Well, it's kind of stupid, but it also has one of the best jokes in it, which is when they're, you know, when they've got Sonic, they capture Sonic yeah, yeah. at the end of the episode, don't they? And they've got him restrained, and the baby goes like, and literally the other robotics are all super shocked, and they're like, yeah. there's no need to be that drastic, baby. And now I'm just <laughs> like, what did Dr. Babble suggest? <laughs> like, what was he getting at? Yeah, I also like the really old... Cranky uh, Doctor Robot. Yeah, yeah, because like the, the way he says things, and also when they all run to the main control room later on, and he's just left behind, he just goes, Bleh. Yeah. Um, but see, this thing, you could have done a thing, if you wanted to ask with timelines, you could have done, instead of like a cap, I assume we're going to get an explanation for why this five robot next. Yeah, because everyone have just else done... has one iteration of themselves that's been repurposed, but yeah. Eggman... A doesn't seem to exist in the he doesn't exist in the pirate world so far, mm. and there's also a forest world that he's not being. Yeah, because this is the thing. Because I assumed when you first meet the Chaos Council, oh, he's travelled to all these other realities and got the different versions of himself. Yeah. But then when Sonic first goes to another world, he, he reveals he doesn't know no. that there's another world. There is something to be said though that specifically there is seems to be no other Sonics in any of the worlds. Maybe and that's why he's Sonic yeah, Prime. But also there's no other Eggmen in any worlds except for in New York City, which is not mm. the Eggman. So I'm wondering if it's Eggman from different time periods. Because yeah. they're all different ages of Eggman, aren't they? Yes. Because you've got baby, sulky teenager, uh, the hipster in his 20s. Then you've got one... Who looks like me. Then you've got the one... <laughs> no. The hipster? No, you look like the teenage one. No, the hipster, the one with the... No, Mustache. you look like the one with the fucking emo fringe who won't stop playing his I video hate... game. That's not me. A, he's got blonde hair. With the blue streak yeah, in it. With a blue streak. But yeah. also, I don't have emo streak. I hate yeah, things on my forehead. But his blue matches your blue. No, it doesn't. And he's constantly playing video games. No, I match the other one. No, you don't. I absolutely... Dr. Deep, you yes, do not. I absolutely do. You don't have a moustache for starters or a cool I samurai I have a moustache. It's just part of a goatee. It's not the same. It's part of a goatee. That's I not... could easily shave it to a soul patch and, then and grow, grow this out. I dare you. And then colour it the same colour as my yes. hair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I could, you know. Do it. <laughs> do it. Because I want to see what happens to Benton when we show him. Oh, God. I don't think you'd ever work with me. You'd have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, you've got what's closest to actual Robotnik. And then you've got old Robotnik. Mm. Um, although, or Eggman. Sorry, we're using Eggman in this show. Elderman. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't hate it. I just, yeah, that was the hardest bit to swallow. Everything else in this I really like. Mm. Um, it's a shame we lose the bad Nicks in the future in New York City, but... At least they're not as generic as the... I kind of like this insectoid almost look that they've got. Yeah. As opposed to just, you know, gun robots that have yeah. no personality. They just look like generic anime mechs. Yeah, because they, um, they can't express the gun robots, can't. No. Um, These at least had some expression to them. Yeah. Which made them more interesting. Um, uh, I w there is something that I want to say... I'd, I'm torn on. Mm -hmm. I kind of understand why they did it. Unfortunately, because of the way that they've chopped the series into seasons, the way they have, mm. there's no decent explanation for it yet. Maybe there will be later, but currently there isn't. Uh, and it just feels a little bit like harkening back to the type of TV of the late 80s, early 90s that really we should have moved away from. Now, it is done a bit differently, and that is the fact that 
I understand Sonic's jumping from universe to universe, like through the. It is world. a bit like that dick thing, isn't it? Yeah, of, where it's like uh, now we're, doing we're pirates, in... we're doing a forest. Yeah, and like, obviously in things like Super Mario Brothers Super Show or uh, uh, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog was very much like this as well. We're going to be pirates today. We're going to be this today. We're going to be this today. Yeah. Um, it feels like that, yeah. and again, like Sonic Prime has this strange thing where it like it is a con- consistent running storyline it's not different it's not like those shows where they're just isolated episodes but so it's got this connective thread but we're still jumping between these like one-offs yeah but they feel like that the the variation in the environments is so wild i'll tell you why i'll tell you why i was fine with it yeah um and this is a good takeaway for this i would this is a great idea for a sonic game as well and it feels that the hopping from universe feels like levels in a game. Yeah. Because when you play the original Sonic games, one minute you're in fucking aquatic ruin zone, the next you're in casino night zone. Yeah. Like you couldn't be two more disparate zones. Yeah. And that's what this felt like to me. It's Sonic warping to zones as such. See that yeah, I see your point. The downside but I do I... get what you mean as well. I do yeah. it makes it feel a little kitschy in a the only Bad pro- way. The problem I have, though, is New York City has clearly had a lot of time and attention devoted to its design, mm. as has the world we start in, the Prime Universe, let's say, mm. just because it's in the fucking title. Mm. Um, but the forest world certainly didn't feel like that there was much design behind it. Um, it, it looks was, very... Um, it's very generic. Generic. And yeah. it would... Like, whereas New York City, you could imagine them putting, like, level dis- like levels through that, so they have to get through that t- city. You Like, it's not the same as something like White Forest in Sonic Adventure 2 or something like that, where you could see where Sonic would be yeah. running around the city. It's just kind of all up these straight-up trees and some fuzz at the top yeah when i first saw the forest zone i did think of wood zone the deleted level from sonic 2 mm-hmm. um it started off looking a bit similar to that but then the similarities died off quite quickly and it just looked generic yeah the pirate ship like the pirate world obviously there's a bit different because of the fact that it's water-based yeah, it looks really cheap the pirate world does yeah that's cause... that's where the series looks like it's it ran out of budget that, that that is because unless you've got a really high budget i don't think you can animate water very well no and it I means to be fair they've tried to stylize it yeah. so it doesn't look awful but it doesn't look high quality either and but the other problem with the water world design is apart from the odd island and other ships there's no like it's just distant blue sea and blue sky so there's not much interesting environment we we clearly see that it used to be green hill zone because we see the loot yes i wish we'd got an explanation for why it's flooded i'm wondering if we get an explanation for why the shard has changed things so like Mm. each shard has changed the world so drastically in each one but again we haven't gotten to that because they split the series up the way they have um but we see the the um the loop-de-loop underneath the water don't we so it looks to me like the interesting environment is actually under the sea i'd like to see that under the sea under the sea and then down where it's better that's what no down where it's It's wetter wetter. that's where it's better take it eating your girl out oh and disney just sued us anyway (laughs) no i really like this um some of the best jokes in the show are so probably the two actually legitimately funniest bits in it yeah 
I really like after the battle where they free Sonic when he's been captured and Tails or Nine hacked Rose. Yeah, so um, a, a, another thing to add because we haven't actually mentioned it yet. All the variations of the characters in each universe have their own names. Yeah. So, so Sail Tails in the Pirate One, he's known as Nine because he's got seven robotic limbs. Yes, so he's got nine tails in yeah. total, which has to be a reference to the Japanese mythology of a nine-tailed It fox. is, yeah, yeah. Um, same as, uh, you know, Rouge's name in the pirate one is Batten? Yes. It's got to be a reference Batten to... down the hatches. Oh, that probably makes more sense. No, what did you think it was? Well, there's a town in America called Baton Rouge. It might be that as in well, the, actually. In Louisiana. It could be either, and actually, that one, that one, because of the name Rouge, yeah. Yeah. It could be both. Batten down the hatches because of pirates. Yeah. And then you've also got Baton Rouge. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be. Um, so some really clever thought behind mm. these pun names. So I really pun like... Sale tales. No, that's better than any puns you've ever done. Fuck um, off. So I like... Um, <laughs> I like when they first free Sonic and they hack Rusty Rose. Yes. And there's the bit where they're having the conversation and the laser is still going off and they have to keep casually just ducking Ducky. under it as it comes past. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 it shouldn't have got me because this is such a Disney joke. It's so obvious. Like I knew what it was. I knew what the fucking punchline was going to be before they even said it. And it still made me laugh is when Sonic agrees in the, in the jungle zone yeah. place. When Sonic says, oh, I'll, I'll help you defeat the monster. And then you can have all the berries you want. And Big goes, you mean we could have two berries? Yeah, that did get me. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was berries. going to say two. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it, but it still made me laugh. Yeah. Something that this series does really well is it, it has a lot of humor. Mm. Most of it works. Yeah. And it doesn't detract from the action. Yeah. Uh, this series never goes particularly dark. But I don't, I, to be honest, I wouldn't want it to. There's mm. points where it could go mega dark, like when Nine's explaining his backstory, they could mm. get a lot darker with it and make it a lot more sort of, but yeah. it's not what you want let's, from a Sonic story. Let's talk about Nine's backstory, because this is one thing that they got wrong in okay. the show. In the flashback, they're going to 2D graphics, don't they? Yes. But it's clearly not Sega Genesis graphics. No, it's an, an, an amalgamation of them or and an I was impression sat, of them. And I was sat there going, yeah, that's a shame. It'd be cool if this was in the actual... But for, I guess it was a reason they couldn't do that. No. But then in a later episode, when they do Knuckles' as flashback to Hidden Palace Zone, that is in the Sega Mega no, Drive graphics. Close enough. It's much closer. closer. The, ba the background... No, so the backgrounds on both are from the Mega Drive, but mm. slightly modified. Right, um, but the actual character sprites aren't. They look like they are. No, the and they've got aren't. they've got the same animations because Knuckles does his famous laugh from Sonic oh, yeah, and Knuckles yeah, yeah. where he goes <laughs> like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they've done a really good job trying to imitate them, but they are imitations. Yeah, I've played those games way too um, much. This no, they're not the same. But I think one of the things that is is in Hidden Palace Zone. The wall art with the um, like the Sonic style humanoid, the mm. hand which I believe is Tails because it's the helping hand, and then the Robotnik on the other side going for the Master Emerald. Mm. I'm pretty certain that's just copy and pasted out of Sonic the Hedgehog three and Knuckles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, there's some really nice little throwback bits as well, like mm. where they'll just do something small and throw it back in for the fans. Yeah, rings are still relevant, which I like. Yep. Um, um, there's Tails's uh, well, Nine's uh, keypad 
to get into his secret lair is 1992, the year he came out in Sonic 2. Yeah. And then uh, Big the Cat, when he's in uh, New York City, he's been given a citizen number. His citizen number is 1998, which was the year that Sonic Adventure was yeah. released in Japan. Obviously, yeah. in the West, it was 99. I liked as well. There was just little sound effects here and there where Sonic would like get slammed into the ground and you'd get almost like the... Uh, you know the noise when he hits spikes yes. in, Bang. yeah, yeah. Um, which was nice. Uh, there's obviously a reference to him hating water as yep. well. See you after the break. about the action from it because actually do you know what there's some really good action sequences in this there are uh in particular there's two in particular that i think of which is the fight with shadow in episode two yeah is really cool yeah and it feels like when you fight shadow in the game i really like when they're just homing into each they're doing the homing attack yeah into each other and because that in Sonic Adventure 2, you can get caught in a loop, can't you? Where you're just homing, attacking each other, yeah. going higher and higher, and then you inevitably get flung off the edge of the fucking runway. And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> um, I really liked that. And I really liked the fight when they're escaping New York City. Mm. Um, I really liked the fight where it's all of the heroes versus just an army of robots. Yeah. Um, and he teaches Knuckles and Tails or how or to spin dash. Nine and um, Nooks. The rebel, how to yes. how to spin dash, yeah. and you get all three of them spin. I love it because he just throws knuckles. Yeah, he just he? lobs him. It just goes duck. Basically, um, it's it's yeah, it, it's not super violent action because it, it shouldn't be. It's a no. Sonic thing, but it also doesn't feel stupid. Doesn't feel overly sanitized. No, and it feels like the real home. Because you know, one of the things that I hate about the newer games, they hold your hand too much. Yeah. I hate that the homing attack now comes with an actual colored reticule. Yeah, so, so now you, you can do in. it. Yeah. Yeah, just let me figure it out for myself like I had to on Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Yes, have I know. Some, have some faith in your... Well, I suppose after Sonic 06, they decided they couldn't have faith anymore in their uh, physics <laughs> engines. Gotta have faith. <laughs> Even in Sonic Adventure 2, you couldn't. Let's be honest. I love Adventure 2, but the homing attack is glitchy as fuck on it. it especially bit, yeah. in certain battles. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, Egg Golem. Yeah, oh, Christ. My God, the Egg Golem it is broken to shit. Yes. But I don't care. I love it. Yeah. But again, you're figuring it out yourself rather than being told how to yeah. play the game. Um, Sonic Prime, actually, it, it, it was a surprise because I didn't expect it to be garbage. Um, I did. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I didn't think it would be garbage, but I honestly didn't think it would be particularly good either. I thought yeah. it would be something we'd be like, eh, it'd be a 4 out of 10, maybe a 5 out of 10, sort of, you know, good enough to, for your kids to watch sort of show. It's genuinely, I think, really good. I think this is my favourite Sonic adaptation. Now, granted... It's got no breastfeeding, Jamie. There's no breastfeeding. There's a baby in it. I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh... To be fair, though, with 24 episodes... It's, and only could eight... still be coming. Mate. Um, who? who? Rouge. 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 <laughs> Rouge has got the cans. R Rouge and baby Eggman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens in the OVA. <laughs> That's bestiality and paedophilia at the same time. Well, the, the the what's her name? Sarah in the OVA was Sarah, a cat, cat woman, girl, yeah. so she was kind of human, but also a cat. Yeah. Um, I now obviously I'm saying that it has been a long, 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 long time. I'm talking decades since I saw the early '90s animated Sonic, so that has kind of faded from my memory a lot. Yeah. I remember really enjoying that as a kid. Yep. 
Um, I don't know if I would enjoy it if I watched it back now. I Which can't... one are you talking about? Are you talking about Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog or I think, Sonic? I think uh, I watched... or the one that's called Saturn. I think I watched both of them. So are you uh, thinking about the more serious one or the? Because there's one that was basically more serious. That's one it. That was I can't remember the difference between them now. Oh, they're interchanged they... in my head. That's wow. how little I remember them. Sure. Okay. I, I can remember Sonic. I remember Tails was a lot browner in that than he is orangey. Yeah, then that would probably be Adventures of Sonic. And there was one where evil... it was more comic, and yeah. it was it was almost like a stage show, like and they put on costumes and right. And then there was this more serious one where it was Robotnik has won. Yeah, I, I definitely remember players. Eggman with the black eyes and the red. Uh, red irises right. and being all like Ugh. yeah so you, no doubt you saw both it'd be interesting to go back over those well i definitely i definitely have seen satam because i used to watch it on a saturday morning in a double bill with teenage mutant ninja turtles yes well, well, sorry sorry in the uk teenage mutant hero turtles you can't have the fucking word ninja yeah i don't know if that law has changed but obviously it has now yeah because they are still called they're called ninja turtles now in this country yeah but it was, yeah, it was so stupid we had to call them hero teenage mutant ninja turtles yes have i told you before do you know who wrote that song uh yes michelangelo no because he's a party dude no no go on chuck lorry Oh, yes. The creator of Two and a Half Men, yes. Big Bang Theory, etc. I prefer his TV themes to his TV shows, but... Yeah. Also, <laughs> I, do you know what I learnt today? Yeah. The director of films such as Expendables 2 and Con Air, and I believe the first Tomb Raider, it said as well, right. um, used to direct music videos. Well, right? a lot of them do. Mm, yeah, but he directed a very famous music video that is still a massive part of internet culture to this day. Thriller? Never gonna give you oh, up. Oh Christ! Yes. Never gonna let Get you down. down. Never gonna run around and, and desert, desert you. you. Have we technically just rickrolled our audience? We have. And Fuck yeah! Like, that's that's what you get. Fifteen years after rickrolling was a thing, <laughs> we've finally done it. Episode forty-nine, you got rickrolled. So I have a question about this then, because mm. like, I mean, we're not going to go and deep dive into every no. episode. Like, it wasn't gonna... perfect. It, no. I lost interest a little bit in the middle. Okay, uh, what, what, but now, you know, to be fair, you bowed well, out to be fair, interest. I'm not going to blame that entirely on Sonic Prime. That is partly on the fact that I was having a little bit of an emergency about my my film business in Parlour, okay. um, which I was texting you about. Yes, uh, that was during the Jungle episodes. To be fair, um, I, that's that's where I started to find my interest wane. It came back after the Jungle; they'd left the Jungle. Yeah, but the Jungle it came out of nowhere at that point and then it was just like okay i kind of figured we were going to jump around but again i found the environments really bland i found the storyline there didn't really do anything it um, was wasn't it just amy turned evil randomly yeah and what? she decided because they they she saw that they were taking too many fruits i thought it was actually joe i thought that was a really good metaphor for crazed left-wing environmental nut jobs i mean yeah I, don't get me wrong i understand why they like that storyline in and of itself just to be but, clear not not that i'm saying we shouldn't protect the environment but i mean these people who go too far like extinction rebellion yeah yeah, you yeah. Know these people who are actually hurting good normal people because they're like, are they? Well, they're like interrupting people's flights. They're gluing themselves to the motorway so no one. I mean, can that's get to not work. really hurting anyone, is it? I mean, it stopped an ambulance getting to the hospital and someone died. Did it though? Well, the news said it did. Yeah. Whether or not I that's wouldn't true. believe the news on shit um, like that. They could bear in mind they've just passed a law to say we're not allowed to strike anymore. Yeah, because uh, the Tories passed it and Labour abstained. Yeah. So um, my point is, though, Extinction Rebellion are a fucking they're losers. Like, they are. I'm sorry. You know what? I don't care. You can come and cancel me. I agree with their cause. I agree with protecting the environment, stopping fossil fuels, etc., etc. You just don't agree with their methods are completely wrong. 
you're pissing off the general public. You should be pissing off politicians. It's true. People who can actually make a difference. Yeah. Stop making ordinary people's lives harder. Their lives are hard enough as it is. Mm. Of course, you could argue that'll be much harder once global warming kills all the plant life and we're all dying. But, you know, yeah. I'll be dead by then anyway, so what do I care? Do something about Jacob Rees-Mogg. <laughs> Get rid of that man. Yeah, is he still around? He is. He's being knighted this year, I heard, apparently. Well, that just show you how corrupt that oh, country is. You, you know he jizzed in his pants when he got the letter saying that. Because that man wants nothing more than to be knighted. Yeah. You can tell because he's like a proper like, oh, royalist, he's very old, isn't he? He's weirdly old school. Yeah, he had um, an... Uh, this last thing I'm going to say about politics, but this is too funny not to say. And leave it in. Fucking leave it in because people need to know how pathetic the UK has become. Oh, yeah, we're ridiculous. I watched a little documentary on Jacob Rees-Mogg. You want him? That man had a nanny, like most posh kids do, but he had a nanny until he was like 28. Well, of course you need a nanny when you're 28. Who used to come to, uh, like, by then he'd gone into politics, and she used to come to events with him. If anyone, if anyone... Well, you need someone there with a Savlon if he has a (laughs) boo-boo. Honestly. (laughs) We're in an odd position now, I think, where we've got a lot of... Uh, video game adaptations that are considered in a positive light mm. something that only a few years ago wouldn't have been said like you know i think a lot mm. of uh, video game adaptations are good yeah. it would not have been a saying oh We're th- now- this one has unfairly gone under the radar i will I yes will say that i had i was shocked when you just told me this came out a year ago yeah i thought i knew we were late to it yeah but i thought we were like two months late i didn't realize this came out last year yeah and so the fact that we're basically pushing up against its second season release yeah. um but what i will what so my question f- is with you enjoyed sonic one and two's movies uh you gave them positive recommendations yeah they were flawed they did yeah, have yeah, problems yeah. they weren't perfect sure uh super mario brothers the movie this year you did recommend i think the new one yeah yeah but you you weren't as enamored with it as you no. were this or not saying you were like mm. head over heels with the sonic films but you were much more positive and long term you've been more positive about Which, them than the super mario to movie. be fair to mario mm. mario would have an uphill battle with that because i just prefer i just think sonic is an inherently more interesting character than mario is yes um I, I, I don't like Mario games. I'm not interested in Mario. I do have an interest, going back to being a kid, in Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, sure. Dr. Robotnik. So they're going to have a slightly easier time winning your praise and affection. Yeah. But over time, as we've moved further away from the Super Mario Brothers movie, mm. um, and this is a lot more in line with that film, I think, because it's fully CG and not live action, We've discussed that film, and I've been like, do you think maybe we're a bit harsh at points, or do you think maybe we were not so harsh at points? Um, And you've stated to me that you feel that over time that film has not necessarily diminished, but it's so unmemorable as that it hasn't stuck with you. I I think the fact we saw it in the cinema made it seem better. I think I I spoke in one of our season one episodes. I don't remember which one. Sure. I think it may have been Welcome to Raccoon City. No, it wasn't a season one episode. I think it was in Uncharted. It might have been Uncharted. Um, Where I said I'd be interested to watch Uncharted again on my TV because I do get this thing. I don't know if other people do. I get the magic of the cinema screen. Yeah. I tend to think more positively on a film if I see it in a cinema, yeah, because it feels like an event. Yes, uh, I'll agree with you on that. And then when I watch them again later, I'll sometimes be like, oh, no. 
no. <laughs> it's not as good as I remember it being. Sure. Um, so, with is there any? Comparis- if you're asking me if this is better, this is better. Okay, but what would be your comparison points of why this succeeds in ways that the Super Mario Brothers movie doesn't succeed? Uh, for you? To be honest, largely it's all personal. It's I, on a technical level, the Mario movie is technically better made. Of course, it is. It has a huge budget. Yeah, it's got Hollywood celebrities in it. It's made by one of the biggest animation studios in the world. Um, who I think every film they've made has been super critically well received. Illumination, I think. Yeah. Um. I'm sure they've done well for everything they've done. This is a company that I'd certainly never heard of before. Yeah. Um, with clearly a much lower budget. But I'm just... I'm much more interested in seeing a super fast hedgehog fighting an evil scientist than I am a plumber fighting a turtle dragon. Especially yeah. when you turn that turtle dragon into a simp. Yeah. Um, the, the, one thing I will say about this as well is when it comes to characterization, there has been some changes. Mm. Amy is not the same as she used to be, though, to be fair, she's more in line with the recent games. Mm. Um, I like the Rusty Rose design. Rusty Rose the, design is pretty the, cool. Yeah, the, the villainous variant. And she's her. got the pink flicky in her, which is the one she saves mm. from Gamma in yeah. Sonic Adventure, which is a really cool callback. Yeah. Oh, um, there, there's another callback in it. Oh, what was it? There was another callback where I was proper like, oh, that's for the old fans like me and you. What was it? Maybe it was the Flicky. The Flicky was definitely one of them. Because that got me a little bit. I was, yeah, like, I was like, oh my God. I was she's... like, Gamma died for nothing. <laughs> yeah. But what's, yeah. See, that would have been nice. That That's what you could have done. Maybe the robots in New York should have been the EU series. Yeah. That would have been and cool. And they, they, they were a success in that universe. Would have been cool. I'll, I'll tell you what will piss me off. I'm about to spoil the ending to forces a little bit for you here. I don't care. I will be pissed off if we get all the way to the end of Prime and there's a fucking Deus Ex Omega ending. Right. Because <laughs> that's how Forces ends. Oh, dear. Deus Ex Omega. And you're like, what the fuck? No one cares about you. Yeah. Omega was in the series. No, I'm thinking of when I was playing Sonic Forces. No one cares about Omega. No. Uh, we want Gamma back, damn it. Yeah, Gamma, th- Gamma stands for life. <laughs> what I don't understand is... with so- uh, I know we're talking about the game. It's a little bit off topic. But, like... The introduction of Omega was because people were such big fans of Gamma. But Gamma earned that position by the fact that... He's got a great story. Yeah, his story was solid. Mm. And so he comes out the gate and you're playing as him and he's underappreciated and he has to kill all his brothers and then he has to try and, you know, and and then he dies at the end of that story. It's a beautiful story. Omega, they're just like, oh, this robot exists and he's basically Gamma, so you're like him, yeah? I'm fairly certain they've only got Omega. I, I think that was laziness on the Sonic Heroes part. They were mm. like, oh shit, we need a power member for Team Dark. Because if you were doing it as you'd done it in Adventure 2, Eggman should be their power member with a mach- in a mech suit of some yeah. sort, shouldn't they? Yeah. Um, Would have been better, to be honest, rather yeah. than having Eggman be the villain for everyone, although I know it then turns out it's actually Metal Sonic. Yeah, which is the other side, because Eggman could have been... In Team Dark, you unlock Team Dark last, mm. so you already know the story going up, and you're thinking that Makes Eggman sense is the as villain because well, Team Dark is hard mode. Yeah, so and then you play as Eggman, and it's actually he's playing Team Chaotix over the speaker, and then he's also yeah. trying to get his empire back without them. Yeah, or or you could have dug up any other villain from Sonic history. Yeah, um, to be like, oh, fucking bring Chaos back. Why not? Yeah. Or something like that. Chaos would have worked. Um, but anyway, um, I, I tell you what was a little chuckle for me because it felt like a reference to Sonic Adventure. Um, there is a bit, I think it's when they go back to New York 
and the building explodes and they all come flying out of it and um big is fishing yes and i was like oh yeah. i remember hating your campaign so much <laughs> it's the only dark part of adventure it's the yeah. only bit i can't fucking stand yeah so but did you know i kind of like the music it plays when you fish though it's oh yeah it's like roulette music here when you get them and you're struggling to because it's a bit of a roulette as to whether or not you can get it in mm. But the thing is, Big is in Sonic Adventure 2 all the way through it. Yeah, he's got a cam... Is he in every level, I think? He's in every level, and also in the Dreamcast version. I'm not sure if he's in the game. I don't think this happens in the GameCube one that much, apart from one cutscene. Um, if you held X, I think it was, during the cutscenes on the Dreamcast version, uh, Big would run past or appear somewhere in the cutscene, but only if you held the button down. Right. Um, it was... I remember there was one when you're in the arc... And Sonic's like facing off against Eggman. If you hold the X button while that's happening, Son like the it doesn't affect the cutscene. It's just while Sonic's shouting something at Eggman, you see Big run past through the doorway. <laughs> Could you imagine if the last story of um, Adventure Two turned out Big was the villain all along? I mean, that would be a cool twist. It was me all along, Sonic. <laughs> Froggy. No, yeah, because that Froggy's the real villain. He's actually piloting Big like Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I think this series was really cool. Um, mm. Wait, I, what would you like to see in season two? I I'd would, like to see a casino zone. I feel like they're so in. I feel like they're so tied to Sonic. Yeah, because presumably he's going to go to more parallel worlds. Yeah, we've only seen three, but the shard seems to have split into like. But I'm going to imagine. I'm going to guess because we haven't actually been told how many you shards. In seven. I reckon there's seven. I reckon that's where it's going. Um, in which case. If we say seven, just because it feels like that's how it's going to go, we've only seen three of the worlds, which is New York City, the forest world, and the pirate Pirates. world. Um, so what do we think the other four could be? I think you're right. A casino world is very likely. Yeah, going by the games, it's got to be a casino world, an ice world. Yeah. Uh, a fire world, maybe, like a lava reef type situation. Maybe. Or more like a space-type one to tie into the arc or starlight zone. Yeah, I reckon there'll be a space-themed one somewhere. There's going to be a Death Egg at some point. Yeah, there? yeah, Death Egg will appear. Um, what do you think is going to happen with Eggman? We've got to get back to real Eggman at some point. Yeah. He must be the one pulling this. I can't tell yet whether he, it'll turn out he's there separately or if he is the one with the toupee. There's something that he said at one point that made me think he is the original Eggman. Right. Pretending not to be the original Eggman. I don't remember what it was he said. I should have written it down. Right. Um... He's the most Eggman-like out of the egg, like the apart from maybe the old Eggman, but he's a lot more like Gerald, uh, Gerald Robotnik for yeah. me. Um, but I, I, I had a moment where I was like, "That's what they should have done is have it be Gerald Robotnik." Yeah, I know that probably would fuck up your continuity for for the game adventure too, yeah. too, but. At the end of the day, if they ever really cared that much about continuity in Sonic, yeah, but the also, Hedgehog. also, it's Gerald Robotnik from an from an alternate universe, yeah. so actually, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. So um, yeah, I think it would have been better if it was Gerald Robotnik, but play the character the you reckon, same. You reckon we're going to get a Shadow Sonic team up? They're clearly going to be friends by the end. Yeah, of yeah. The I mean, they're fine at the moment. Shadow seems to, for some reason, be the only one who survived the Shard breakup, apart from Sonic. 
Oh, he's obviously um, chaos controlled. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he had a chaos emerald with him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he obviously like chaos controlled or something sure. to avoid it. Um, it is interesting we haven't seen another shadow actually either. Maybe because he pulled himself out of the timeline by chaos controlling. Yeah. So it would suggest that Robotnik doesn't exist in the other timelines. Sonic doesn't exist in the other timelines, and Shadow doesn't because of the fact they chaos controlled. Mm. Um, yeah, that's probably where other Eggman is. He's probably going from world to world. Yeah, which means Eggman is in the, here somewhere. Yeah, he's probably got all the other prism shards. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because not necessarily. Because he hasn't got the one from the forest world, because evil Amy... That's what I'm saying. He's got the ones that Sonic hasn't managed to get. Right, I see. Yes. Um, either that or he's starting it. A desert zone? Do you think we'll get a desert zone? Maybe. Uh... Oh, beyond, like, Cameo from the stuff. Egg Golem. Yes. Oh, God. King Boom Boo. No, Boom I can do with that. Boom. <laughs> no, I is, don't want King Boom Boo. He's a is, douche. Is that a ghost? Yeah, with the best <laughs> that's, voice acting. That's one of the best voice lines of yeah. all time. Fuck me. Um, so, Jamie, if you were to do this oh, show... Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm not finished with things I would like to see in okay, the no, second no, season. That's cool. Uh, I'd like to see cameos from some of the Sonic characters... Team Chaotix. I kind of thought that might be what they were going to do. You know, when he keeps building up to his old crew on the pirate ship come in? Yes. When that was approaching, I, I, my thought was, please don't let this be generic NPCs. And it was. Let it be like Team Chaotix or something. Yeah. Which would make sense as a reference to the time Knuckles teamed up with Chaotix. Yeah. But he doesn't team up with them anymore. No. Now, to be fair, maybe there's like some issue where maybe Sega have only given them the rights to so many characters, maybe. Um, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, or it could just be they didn't want to do Chaotix or whatever. They, um, they Or it was a case of well these npcs exist in new york city so they should exist elsewhere it's like yeah but no one cares yeah like no one's gonna sit there and complain that the npcs didn't come back yeah you know it's like oh but the npcs where's the npcs now yeah no one gives a fuck um <laughs> but yeah you know get chaotix in there get cream the uh cream the rabbit in yeah. there vanilla uh, give me some vanilla i want to see some chow man let me know chow to carl no she's she's long dead even by the time yeah, the fuck story, it. We're, fuck it. We're clearly doing this time travel dimension hopping thing. Yeah, I'd love to see chaos, but there's no reason for chaos to be in it. The so, god of destruction. Yeah, I love chaos. He's so cool. Like, I, I, it, I know it won't be because clearly the third film is going to be Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah. Um, but I wish it was Sonic Adventure One. It clearly isn't because of that post credit scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shadows appearing in the third film. Yeah, it? so they're clearly doing Adventure Two. Yeah. Which is fine as long as Jim Carrey does come back because you can't do it without Eggman. Uh, we could get someone else to be Gerald Robotnik and just have him usurp yeah, the role. I want the I want the big I want the famous speech from the game where he blows half the moon off. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, let's see what else would I like to see. To be honest, it could carry on the way it is, and I'd be happy. Yeah. Um, as long as it keeps finding that perfect balance between humor, action, and adventure, and sure. it, it continues not to dumb things down too much for the audience. Mm. Um. I'd like for them to find a bit more relevance to the alternate times. Like, obviously, as I say, New York City feels like it has a perfect relevance to the story. The the two other environments they go into really don't feel like they mean anything other than being a place to get a shard. Yeah. Um, I'd like to feel that there's some more... There's something deeper, not hugely deep. I'm not talking 2001 A Space Odyssey, but just a reason. Why is it pirates now? Why is it flooded? Why is it green now? Why has she gone mad? Like, 
there being a you know not a lot but a little bit more reason as to why here and why like this um new york city makes sense what if eggman or a series of eggmen ruled the world you know that's fine but what if it were green we are the eggman <laughs> so we know there's an ending yeah the problem is will netflix let us get to the end yeah because netflix always green light a season two but they almost mm. never but green light honest- a season three <laughs> but honestly if you're listening sega this could be a good setup for a game yeah i like the idea of a sonic game where sonic it, as long as it's done right where sonic travels from parallel world to parallel world meeting different versions of his friends yes um you, but you you'd have to put some thought into it i wouldn't want i wouldn't want just level one is green hill level two is egg, uh, new york city level three is that i would want it more like adventure where it's an adventure field is green hill with some levels in well no have green hill as just one level like a prologue level um well i'm a bit fed up i'm keep doing green hill in the games now then have like new york city is your adventure field and you play several different levels in New York City. Sure. And clearly it looks like you're going to keep returning to New York throughout the Yeah, thing. I think that's definitely going to be the main environment yeah. they, so they do, situate in. So do that thing that was so good in Adventure 1 and is good in like Metroidvania type games where there's a whole map, but certain areas of it you can't access yet until you um, learn new abilities and things like that. Yeah. Even down to the fact that his costume alters in each reality is a cool little gimmick. Yeah. For a, a thing. Oh, I liked the line um, when he introduces Shadow and he goes, he roller skates. They're issues. <laughs> yeah. Also, quite interestingly enough, Shadow's um, trail when he's moving fast is yellow. Which it is in the game. Which it is in Sonic Adventure 2, mm. but in all subsequent games has been a, a kind of an orangey red. Are you sure? Yes. Sonic Adventure 2 is the only time his trail has been yellow. and it matches Has he had his... a trail in any other game? He has. Because of his shoes. But it's better in yellow. Yeah. It contrasts with his colour scheme more. Yeah. And the fact that his boots glow yellow means that the trail comes from the heat from his mm. boots. It makes more sense. Uh, shall we have a look at a little trivia? Yes, yes. Let's. Trivial Pursuit. You know what else is a Trivial Pursuit? Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so most of it is stuff we've already mentioned but there's a couple of extra ones that we haven't mentioned does it say perchance why they changed knuckles as voice actor uh no it does not uh that would have been probably the most useful bit of trivia because i have no clue why is anyone like that um shannon chan kent though who played amy rose in this series mm. she's been in a sonic media before as well okay uh she plays uh it's only a small part but she plays the Roadhouse waitress in the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh. So she's been in the live action one as nice, well. Nice. Um, obviously, I would imagine this was a much better role for her, as much as that was a bigger a bigger role in a way. Uh, this it was is a the... bigger project, yeah. but this is a bigger role for her. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, the rest of it seems to be like it's talking about 1992 and the Chaos Control mm. and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, looks like we we spotted most of it as it was the only one we didn't know was a particular actress's backstory yeah we didn't mention that um on the chaos council we didn't mention that um they've all got names did we 
because you got Doctor. Yeah, I could I, never I, really remember all the no who was I, who. I can't remember who the old man is or who the teenager with the emo fringe is. Let me have I a remember look. the baby is Doctor Babble. Yes. The Salvador Dali looking one is Doctor Deep. Yes. And my personal favourite is the main one is called Mister Doctor Eggman. <laughs> is he? Yeah. So you've got Mister Doctor Eggman. Yeah, yep. you're right. Uh, he plays Eggman. Uh, Stormbeard. He plays. I don't remember a character called Stormbeard. He must have been one of the NPCs in the. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. Pirate. Yeah. That sounds like a pirate name. Yeah. Doesn't it? Uh, so yeah, Doctor Mister Doctor Eggman, Doctor Dunnit, Eggman, Doctor Eggman. So there's an Eggman and a Doctor Eggman. Unless that's a mistake mm. on IMDb. Who's Doctor Dunnit? Doctor Dunnit is one of the Doctors, I imagine. Is that the old one? I don't know. Um. Vincent Tong, the one who played the uh, all but the prime timeline Knuckles, also was Doctor Deep, Doctor Babble, Doctor Don't, and Doctor Dunnit, and Mister Doctor Eggman. Which is IMDb is either very confused, but it suggests that the guy who does the voice for Eggman did Doctor Mister Doctor Eggman as well. But yeah. it's also suggesting that Vincent Tong did, unless they did different parts of the voice. This sounds like fake news to me. Yeah. IMDb is normally quite reliable, though. It's very mm. strange. I'm sorry. It's very strange that on this occasion we're getting seemingly conflicting information. Yeah. Oh, well. Let's move on. So, Jamie, would you recommend Sonic Prime? I would. To whom? Or is it just a general? I mean... <sighs> is it a full recommend? <sighs> it's hard with this. Please let me green it for you. You've the, got to have something. <laughs> I, re I really liked it, so I want it to be a full recommend. Yep. The problem is... Whether we like it or not, and this actually ties into comments that Guillermo del Toro has just made in a recent interview. Yeah. I don't know if you saw Guillermo del Toro. He wants to only do animation or something. Yeah, and he's done a... In, in this thing, he was talking about how animation still to this day is looked down upon as a children's... Uh, as it's just for kids. Yeah. And it's not. It's just a different medium for storytelling. Sure. The problem is it is still viewed as just for kids. So I do feel like if I, if I was to say, yeah, I recommend this to anyone, at least 50% of those people are going to go, it's for babies. Yeah, but that's not the point of whether you recommend it. It's whether or not you think it's good enough people should watch it. Yeah, but I would be too embarrassed to recommend this to a grown adult. Really? Because they would be like, it's for babies. Look, I'm, I'm going to recommend it. Okay? Yay! Just, it, it feels like it's been a while since I did a recommend. Yay, Jamie recommends... Uh, I recommend it. Surprise. Uh, usually when Jamie recommends something, I've, I've, I'm have i recommending it. Though There has been, I think, two occasions where we disagreed. Dead or Alive? Dead or Alive, I only half recommended. Yeah. And there was one you recommended that I very much didn't. I can't remember which it was, though. Um, there's been a, quite a few the other way around, of course. <laughs> uh, including The Wizard, where I gave it a full recommend, and you were like, hell no. Uh, but yeah, I, I very much recommend this. For the same reasons as Jamie, it's incredibly enjoyable. Uh, while it is family-friendly, so it is, you know, very good for kids to watch, it's actually good enough for adults to enjoy. Mm. It's not a children's movie, it's a family movie. And unlike the Sonic OVA, uh, which is probably the closest to it in terms of development, um, and as a movie... This one is child friendly, whereas I don't think the OVA is when you've got breastfeeding. And this one makes it. sense. Yeah, this is a lot more coherent and it's a better story. Yeah. Um, better voice acting. Yeah, well, that's because of ADV, but yeah. Strange, isn't it? Strange, isn't it? Uh, 
but yeah, this is this is I think one of the better Sonic creations out there. I would probably, I would say it's uh, probably a bit more successful than the two Hollywood movies that have been re released recently. I the only one that I think at the moment might give this a challenge for being the best is Sonic Sat AM, uh, the Saturday morning one with the really dark Eggman. Uh, but I'd have to watch it again with yourself for, for this to see if nostalgia's playing a big part in that or whether the series is just genuinely that good. Um, but yeah, it's the, I think it's the only thing currently that could potentially be better than this. I think people might get a bit miffed from the fact that we weren't... We were a lot more critical of the Super Mario Brothers movie. Well, I can, I can end that criticism with one single blow. At no point in this show do we call the person the show is named after irrelevant. True. Very true. Um, and Sonic is vital to this film. Yeah. You don't need Mario in the Super Mario movie. No, no. The, the film works without him. Princess Peach should easily have gotten out of that. Yeah. Herself. The way she's... The way Princess she would have actually Peach gotten out of it a lot quicker movie. because she wastes time waiting for Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. And then. it's just better. It's just better. I'm sorry. Sonic is a better character than Mario. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't. I do not understand. And I know, obviously, there's plenty of other fans of Mario fans don't understand how I can like Sonic better. That's fine. I'm just bigging it up for comedic effect. I don't understand how you can look at how you could go to anyone, go to someone who's never seen Mario or Sonic, and go, "What would you rather watch? Fat Italian plumber doing mushrooms." I mean. When you sell it like that. Or the world's coolest, fastest hedgehog fighting a man shaped like an egg. I mean, to be honest, it sounds like the second one was informed by the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Italian plumber man takes mushrooms, sees fastest blue hedgehog yeah. ever created fight a giant egg. Sega does what Nintendo. <laughs> yes. Um... Yeah, um, I, I think yeah, this you're is... right. There are people who are going to disagree with us, and that's fine. That's perfect. Because clearly people love that Mario movie. I think it's now the most successful animated film of all time. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, or is that just video game film No, of no, all no, time? no. Most successful animated film of all time. Fucking, the, the, the song in it, Peaches, 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 Peaches. Yeah, that's is become a cult classic. Top of the fucking iTunes charts. Yeah. That's, that's, it's peaches, everywhere. Peaches, 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 It's a bit repetitive peaches. for my liking, but... I, I don't like the chorus. No. The, the verse I quite like. Yeah, the verses like, are really I good. love you. Yeah, the chorus doesn't do anything for me, but whatever. Like, here's the thing. The other reason as well is I will be more critical on something like Super Mario Brothers the movie than I will something like this. Much higher budget, um, and you've got to tell your story more consistently in a time frame, whereas this is obviously splintered up, and they have to fracture it mm. to match an episodic structure. Yeah. Just um, give us a Sonic v Mario movie already. Yeah, the people it's... want it. It's not going to happen. No. Give the people what they love. Yeah. Which is that hedgehog buzzsawing that fucking plumber in half. Well, the thing is, is uh, Sega did try and do that during the mid to late 2000s. What, but... buzzsaw Mario in half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but the closest they ever got from Nintendo was, well, we'll let you do it in an offshoot. Yeah, I think that's the closest you'll ever get to Sonic v Mario. While, at least while Shigeru Miyamoto is alive, I would say. Then maybe it's time he had an accident. Oh, no! No, don't do that to the grandfather of gaming. For the love of God. Grandfather of gaming? Yes. Is he just the grandfather of Nintendo? Of gaming? Who, who is he? Who is he? Shigeru Miyamoto is the man who invented Mario, Legend of Zelda. Uh, he's not the grandfather of gaming. He's... Whoever invented Pong is the grandfather of gaming. No, he's the, he's the MVP. <laughs> 
There's loads of games that came before Mario. Yeah, there, no, there is, but Mario is essentially the Space game that Invaders. saved gaming. Space Invaders. No, no, I'm talking about saved gaming from the, the, the video game crash of 1983. Pac-Man. Pac-Man was before the video game crash of 1983, as was Space Invaders. Did Mario save it from that? Yeah, the when NES, did... and the NES was sold because of Mario. Right. It's... Honest to God, like, that's the reason why Sega well, got there first. They released their console before Nintendo yeah. with the SG-1000. But no one's sitting there going, yeah, do you remember the, the best console ever, the SG-1000? That's no one remembers the SG-1000 because it was shit. Yeah, but all games were at that time. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't, the, it wasn't actually the console shits because they, they had bad brand then. A bad brand then. SG-1000 is a stupid name. It is a stupid name. It's a good name. Mega Drive. Yes. Master, Master, System. Master System's a bit dubious. Kind of sounds like a console Hitler and the Nazis might have made. It's a Master System for a Master Race. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Americans come along, we're going to smash you with a Mega Drive. Except they didn't. They called it Genesis. So you fucked up, America. Still a good word, though. Genesis. Yeah. Sega but... Genesis. Still better than SNES. Yeah, SNES was all... Uh, uh, Sega had it lucky in America by calling it Genesis and the fact that Nintendo didn't call it something decent. Even the Nintendo 64 was the Ultra 64 in development. So, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's Nintendo 64 now. All right. And and then they did it with everything. Dolphin. I was like, oh, it's kind of dreamy name. It's now a cube that plays games. It's GameCube. Yeah, it was Revolution. Revolution was an amazing... I was like, I look forward to the Revolution. The Wii. Fuck off. Nintendo do, cannot do name they, a console properly. To be Switch fair, is probably the closest they've ever reckon, gotten. Do you reckon they changed that because Xbox announced that theirs was called the 360 and Revolution and 360 is the same thing, isn't it? Maybe. Do but you reckon I, they I, did it to avoid comparison to or something my, like that? To my knowledge, the reason they changed the name, though, was because they'd heard that um, very short uh, letter wordings were yeah. more popular as brand oh, okay. names. That might be And it, where it. it's shorter, it was easier for people to recognized as a brand yeah, name fair enough fair um yeah so we both fully recommended it it's uh, a great show we do think it is worthwhile there's a couple of down points certainly the quality of the animation sort of goes down a little bit certainly in the other worlds but overall very good show comes recommended Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, you can catch us every two weeks, every Saturday, uh, for more video game goodness. Uh, you can catch us at www.vgmp.co.uk. You can find a link to our Discord there, so please come in and have a chit-chat. We are on the Pickaxe Network. You can find all about us on pickaxe.uk. And also, our next episode is our 50th. So we're going to have a bit of a party. Rather than do one single show, we're going to do a myriad of shorts. Uh, about different franchises, things we wouldn't normally get around to doing, which includes series like Grand Theft Auto 2's movie, the movie for Driver 3, uh, we're going to be doing Mortal Kombat The Journey, which was the first ever film piece of media for Mortal Kombat, uh, there's Resident Evil 4D Executor, which I think is the first ever movie for Resident Evil, um, so we're going to be doing quite a few things like that, and Sonic Drone Home, I think, is the other one. Uh, which was an extra given away with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on Blu-ray. So, quite a lot to enjoy, a lot to come up uh, just in next episode. See you on the 50th. Hopefully I can drink by the time we do the 50th and it really will be a pie. Woo! See you later, everybody! Bye!